Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Big Fight Weekly, episode 60, and boy, oh boy, do we have a big, massive interview for you. Not only am I with myself, but I've got my new mutual co-host with me, the legend Don Maguire. And not only do we have the legend Don Maguire, we have an icon, a pioneer, massive mainstay in the world of mixed martial arts, Matt Hughes. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Not, not tell them you have two reasons to, to be on this podcast. <laughs> no, one, no one has a choice in this podcast. You just get brought in no matter what. You have two. Why are you here? What are the two reasons you're here? Myself and you. Well, how, how are, you, are you on here for me? Explain to everyone why you're on here for me. Why am I? <laughs> I don't know. It's just turned into your podcast now. Um, I'm here because I want, I want, I want to, I want to tell your story, um, not just about your life. I don't want to tell people about your MMA. Oh, hold on, come on. Don't let him fool you. He's on here to make me look better, be better looking. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Hey, I love you, Matt. Any little helps, Matt. Any little helps. Tell, tell, tell me about it. Matt, I want to go on, Don. Bye. I was just going to say, you know, Matt, you know, I really appreciate you doing this show with uh, Big Fight Weekly out of the UK. You know, you've been a tremendous motivator in my life. You've been a tremendous inspiration in my life. And 
the thing of it is, is I don't think the sport has truly given Matt Hughes all the acclaim that you truly have earned. You know, I look at the story of Matt Hughes and of course me and you are brothers. You've been on my show many times. I've been part, you know, part of your career, but I want to start off today's show by just saying thank you so much for what you've done for the sport, the fans, and people like me that are considered legends in the sport. You know, I don't hold a candle to you because what you truly have done in this sport is second to none. And I'm not trying to fluff you up or anything. I just, I greatly admire what you've done for me, my listeners, and now conjoining with me to the UK to, to make your voice even heard more around the world. I truly think it's an opportunity that we're humbled to give you, brother. Uh, well, 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 thank you, but I'm doing, I'm doing nothing special. I'm, I'm just being me. I know, brother. I know. Chris, go ahead, bro. Yeah, Matt, I just want to start um, right from the beginning. You know, you were a prolific wrestler in school and you made your career there. But what galvanized you and what pushed you forward to become a mixed martial artist? What gave you that push, you know, that started the stardom and the masterclass that you brought to this world of mixed martial arts? Uh, I, I was coaching college wrestling and I, I was there just coaching, not competing myself and I didn't like that, so I took MMA up just as, as a, a way to compete. I didn't know I, I, I'd be good. I just wanted to. I want to beat someone, someone, someone as at something. So, I, I my first fight was in all, all girls Catholic school in Chicago, Illinois. For a hundred dollars, and I just I liked it, so I I kept I kept going, kept climbing the 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 ladder. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, Matt, I I want to touch on something, bro, because, you know, we, we talked about this on my show, and I, and I want the world to know this story. Even though my show is worldwide, I want this new audience to, to understand. You and I both have been in the sport for a very long time, and, and we both have a tremendous brother in Burt Watson. Uh, last weekend, I was with him in Biloxi, Mississippi, and... I did something that I probably shouldn't have done. I, I walked around calling him Elmer. And, you know, because of the story that you told on the show, and he just looked at me and goes, you've been talking to Matt again, haven't you? And I said, <laughs> I said yeah. And, you know, he goes, he goes, now, now I got to deal with two people calling me Elmer in the, in the, in the sport. <laughs> I just died. But he said to but, tell you, go ahead. But, but he, 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 he really is that guy. When we went to the show and had any problem at all, we always go to Bert and ask him. So I, I say I call him Elmer because he's the glue that holds everything yeah. together. 
Yeah, and he's a tremendous man in his walk. You know, now I got an opportunity to work with him again in bare knuckle fighting with BYB. And it was tremendous to see my brother. This is the first time I got to see him two and a half years. And uh, we saw each other when he was walking out of the hotel. I just got back into Gulfport, Mississippi. And he turned around and he goes, baby, is that you? And I said, yeah, baby. And he just turned around and gave me the biggest hug. And, you know, that's one thing I relish about the days that we came up in, Matt, because true relationships were created true relationships. And, you know, I don't know that you realize that I, I shot quite a few of your fights back in the day. And, but I do, I do know you realize that I've interviewed you multiple times. What you've brought to this sport is tremendous. And, and I, I love your sense of humor. I love the aspect of, of gratitude that you still have for everybody in life. But Overcoming an adversity is an issue that we all strive to, to go against. You know, the thing about with me is I, I now have what they call pharyngeal paralysis. And, you know, it's kind of a situation like you went through. I, I, have a, I had a trach and they had to go in and do some stuff and they caused some vocal cord damage. And so, you know, I'm getting ready for a surgery on my throat to get some stimulators put in. But, you know, the thing about you, Matt, I use you as guidance. I use you to pick myself up because you're an inspiration. You know, look at your shirt. It says overcoming. You truly have overcome many obstacles in your life. You know, Matt, you, you're just, you're a man after my own heart. You know, when I was on my knees a few weeks ago dealing with this issue, I, I went back and I watched the show that we did last and, uh, you helped me get off my knees, brother. You helped me stand up and you helped me realize that this is just a bump in the road. You know, what is it that, that gives you that, that heart, that passion to inspire others to move forward, Matt? Well, well, I, I'm just trying to keep myself put in the, in the right direction. So I'm not trying to inspire anyone else. I'm just trying to inspire myself to, to take one more step. So uh, other people don't have anything to do with that. I'm just try, trying to be the best person uh, I can be. And we love you for it, brother. No, Chris? Definitely. Matt, yeah, we, we, we obviously Don touched on about, you know, the inspiration that you, you bring to people. Um, you inspired me. And obviously, I don't do mixed martial arts. I, I, I watch it from afar here in a small, small country of Wales. But, you know, I, I watched you over the years because uh, I was a lot younger when you were fighting. And you inspired me because you fought everybody. You fought the best. You learned some lessons along the way. What would you say to fighters that who have watched your fight and, and want to become mixed martial artists themselves and want to push on and galvanize themselves to, to reach the level that you reach? What would you say to people like that? My my motivation for fighting was for the the love of the Spartan. I wasn't fighting for a paycheck. I fought because I I love being co competitive. So find find an av avenue to be competitive and and use that to be be the best at, at whatever that is. But I think the the guys nowadays. I think 
I think they fight for a paycheck, and that that I would say is the 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 wrong wrong the the wrong 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 reason. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're spot on there, Don, and I think you would agree with that. With that as well, really, we don't see your 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 era of fighters. You know, I think that's long gone now. Yeah, okay, a lot of them train fully as a mixed martial arts. You don't just see a single wrestler come in now, dear. It's a facet of every skill set now, but it's not the way you know you guys fought because you wanted to fight. It wasn't wasn't for a paycheck, as you say, or the bonus at the end of the uh, of the fight if you could get it. Um, but your inspiration, and I think you know, people should look back at you and everybody else in your generation, uh, and, and really more focus on that side because you guys brought it and it was exciting. And and you know, you knew that you guys were true artists and not fake artists. Uh, I'm so, so glad I, I thought when I did when guys got together to watch the music because I was on maybe once every two months. And now it seems, seems like it's on every couple of weeks. And I just think it's so saturated now. When I thought it was only once in, in a, a while. So I, I thought in, in the prime of finding, now it's just saturated. It truly is oversaturated, Matt. You know, Matt. Can I can I take you back? Oh, thank you, Aaron James East. You know he says three legends. Um, you know I want to take I want to take, take you back, Matt, if if I can. You know to a situation because you you were there. A lot of people understand the situation. I've dealt with many legends that that were there in the alley that day. What is your thought process? Looking back now with the situation with Lee Murray, do you think he should have been? Uh, ousted out of the UFC, or do you think it was a situation that Tito caused that didn't need to be? Uh, I think it was a, a situation Tito to cause. I don't think Lee was just being a, a, a typical man. He didn't. I. I. I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't see the situation, but what I understand, it, it, it was not. It, it was was not right. Right, right. No, it wasn't. And, you know, I, I I think they ruined a great man's career that day, you know. And, you know, I know Monty Cox, Pat Militich, and a lot of people that were correlated with the situation. And, you know, I, you know, Lee Murray, of course, went on to do, do horrific things in his life, but he was a tremendous warrior, and nobody can take that from him. You know, Matt, last time I had you on the show, we talked about – your your three fights with uh, George St. Pierre. And then I went on to call you the Gracie Killer. And, and I know you don't like that name, but what you brought to the sport was prevalent, you know, and even to this day, you know, young fighters that are realizing that you need more than jiu-jitsu, you need more than kickboxing, you know, that, that wrestling is a prevalent part to create the future. You know, when you first came into the UFC, you dominated and, you know, you were a pioneer of bringing wrestling into into the sport. Now, when you sit back, even though the sport is saturated, how how much gratitude do you feel in your heart knowing that 
most of the fighters now have a wrestling wrestling base in the sport and it's taking them to new heights but it's only because they followed the path of matt hughes uh, I, i've always been my worst critics uh, I, I don't see that i've i've really done that much yes yes people have got smarter with the fight game but it's not because of me a, a good coach will t- t- tell you that rest with the resident you can, can control someone and that's not me that that's just just the the, the game yeah one more question before i pass it to chris you know i i know you don't like this situation with you know hoist gracie but you know when you look at what transpired with you know the polar bear paul very uh my my true brother who passed away this last year and a half ago and you know you look at other people that that came up in the ranks at the same time like todd medina uh, justin mccauley and others you know when you came onto the scene it, it it was a it was a breath of fresh air what did it feel like for Matt Hughes to get that first opportunity in the sport that you love, brother? Uh, are you talking about my first years, years fight or my first fight in, in, in all? Yes. My first what? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And like, you know, be, before the UFC, no holds barred, things of that nature. Because, you know, you a lot of people don't, they think that you became when the UFC became, but you were actually, you know, long before the UFC. So what, you know, take me to a great moment from those days, brother. I, I had my first fight in 1997. And I fought, like I said, and I, a small girls Catholic school in Chicago, but after I got that win, he, his name was Craig the Terminator Quick, and I couldn't Craig the Termite afterwards. Just he 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 was a big karate guy, and I I knew as a wrestler when I I got close enough to him, I was going to take him down and. Beat his ass on on the ground. I love it, Chris. Matt, let's um, obviously as we're talking MMA fights, um, explain to me about your, your story and history of BJ Penn because you have a, a story which, with him with the, the free fights you've had. Um, if you'd like to sort of ex- go into some bit of detail with the, your first fight to your second fight you had with BJ Penn, and let's forget about the third one because that never happened, but. Is there anything you'd like, you know, you could sort of tell us about the whole sort of the hatred you had, if we call it hatred within, within that? Uh, uh, 
I I I wouldn't say I I hated BJ Penn, but BJ was just he was. I wish he he was in in better shape, but he was so 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 he was so limber, and that I I didn't like that a bit. I, I could I, I power him and move him, but I just he was so so limber he could take his foot and put it behind his head, and that really, really kind of kind of, kind of freak, freaked me out. But he he was like I say he. He need, needed to be in better shape. He, he was so technical. And my theory was when I fought BJ, my muscle will over, overcome technique, but sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> well, there were, there were classes, classic matches, but you did get him back in the second fight to, uh, you know, after he left um, UFC when he beat you, when he beat you in that fight then, and you learned that lesson. And you came back. You came back in that second one and taught him a lesson. And I, I must say, well, as Don would say, fluffing you, um, it was a fantastic. It was fantastic to watch because you know he went away and did his kickboxing, and he comes back where you're still a mainstay in the welterweight division, and you're still plowing yourself through these people. So to get that one back, that must have been you know fantastic feeling for you. Yeah, it, it, it sure was. Anytime I can go back and take. Take a, a loss of my record is a, a big day for me. You know, Matt, you know, you and I have so many brothers, so many brothers in common, but I, I want to take you back because there's people that inspire us and then we grow and we move on. But back in the early days, what, what brought you to Militich Fighting Systems? What correlated the brotherhood with Pat Militich? What what was it about him that had you go to his school and, and utilize some some of his tutelage? I met Pat at my first fight because he he that that he was the re, 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 referee, he, and so in the fight he was telling me what I couldn't and do couldn't do, and after the fight he he said. Matt, come to my gym. I, I'm, I can, I'm, I'll make you you a world champion. So, I, I, I didn't think that was gonna happen, but he, in, in my area of probably ten hours, he, it was probably was only three, three hours away. He was by far the best gym. So I, I went there because it was only a, a three, three hour drive. Yeah. you know, Matt. You're, you're forever cemented into history. You're forever going to be an icon and a legend of the sport. You know, I, I like to do things in, in paraphrases and different aspects, as you know, from coming on my show. But I don't think a lot, enough people give Matt Hughes, the man, enough credit. They want to give Matt Hughes the fighter. They want to give Matt Hughes the, 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 the personality that they per se see on TV. But brother, what you've given to, to people through humility, not as a warrior, but as a man, is second to none. What, what sits in the heart of Matt Hughes that has you giving back so much to society, to individuals, 
because you're a truly compassionate man. Maitre has always been, if you get a fan that comes up and wants a picture or autograph, give to him because the, the, that man wrote, wrote my paycheck. So there's there lives see our paper you buy went trucked into my, my, my pocket. Yes. You know, um, hey, Chris, take me out for a second. Uh, my cat's having an asthma attack. I'll be right back. Yeah, absolutely. It's just me and you, Matt. <laughs> he, he, is he a cat man? Yeah, he is. He's got two cats. Um, I think one's called Stella and um, I can't remember what the other one's called now. Tay-Tay, I think it was, he said. I'm a dog man myself, personally. Whoa, where I like there. I have uh, three Shih Tzus. Actually, while we're here, I'll show you my other animal here. They're literally sitting next to me. Oh, oh, okay. Just give me a second. My camera's having a wobbly. There we go. Just change it round now. There we go. Can you see? Ah. Uh. It's a Shih Tzu. No, that's a tortoise. Look, he's just popping his head out there. Look. Yeah, I, I see. And, uh, and, uh, and then this one here. My my, my Shih Tzus are um, they're up they're upstairs because uh, they can't they like to bark all the time when I do shows. So I have to sort of keep them away from uh, anything live. Uh, I'm sorry, but a Shih is not really a dog. It's more of a cat. You can't say that. They're not I, I, dogs. I, I, I sure can. I, I apologize for that. My cat has asthma, so she came right in front of me and started having an asthma attack. So I apologize to the listeners. I apologize to you, Matt. You know, Matt, you've left a profound impact on me. And like I said, you know, even though you don't feel you inspire people as much as you do, I just had my 246th surgery, and I look at each interview that we've done, and brother, I, I, I got to tell you, you, you help pick me up every time. And see, I think that's what this world needs right now. And in, in a world full of hate, we truly need to inspire one, you know, one another. We need to help one another. And you've been so gracious in helping me on my path. If, if you could... If you could put into a sentence how how grateful you are to, to give back and to have the walk that you have now, what would that message be, my friend? Well, well I've, I've, had, I've had, had a, a rough last six years, so with that, I always say to myself, God puts the biggest train on his toughest soldiers. So that's what I keep in the back of my mind. God put this on me because he, he knows I, I can ha 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 handle it. Brother, you're, you can handle anything. You know, the thing of it is, is you, like I was saying before, my cat has the asthma attack. You've inspired people. You've helped create the sport. You've helped build the sport. 
you're a trailblazer. What does it mean for Matt Hughes to know that not only did you create a legacy for you and many others, but what does it mean for Matt Hughes to be cemented in the history books as, and I know, hold on. I know you don't like this. I know you don't like this, but Hey bro, you talked about, you know, not being, you know, you don't like being called a legend. I had to learn too. You know, you talked about, you know, having to take pictures with people. Well, Elmer, Elmer got up my rear end recently and he told me, don't you ever let me see you not take a picture. You know, don't you ever, you know, walk away from a fan because they are who created you. Their perception of you is that of a legend. And I've been in this industry for 37 years. And it's hard because I, I'm just a man that went to work, did my job. And I never expected any titles, any awards. I, you know, we half the time we didn't even get paid back in the early days, you know. And so... For Elmer to get up my behind and Jacob Stitcheran to get up my behind, you know, I, I understand your thought process. You know, those are the people that made us. So even though you and I don't look at ourselves as legends, people do. So what would you like to say? Because if we don't, if we don't acclaim that, if we don't take stake in that, then we're doing a disservice to our fans. We're doing a disservice to the people that truly appreciate us. And brother, people call me a legend and I don't feel like I'm rightfully a legend, but I've been in your career forever. I've watched what you've done and you've done much more out of the cage for people than you'll ever realize. So really, and not in the context of a warrior, but in the context of a man, what does it mean to Matt Hughes knowing that you cemented your family's name in the history books? Come on, Matt. <laughs> Matt Hughes would say, I don't think it's there. Oh, I, I, that's why I love you, bro. That's why I love you, because you, you, you're so humble and genuine. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm general, but I don't think I, I'm humble. I, you just catch me on a good day. <laughs> Chris. What's a bad day, Matt, like, then? Uh, you don't want to know, bro. <laughs> give, me, give me a rundown. It's quick, because I get up, look in the mirror, and look how ugly I am. I cuss at the mirror all day long. Well, oh, I, I, must make it, I, must make, I must be making you look like George Clooney at the moment, then, yeah? Oh. <laughs> me, too. Look at my old scraggly ass. Matt, you're a very damn good-looking man. Well, I'm compared to him, so I, I, I agree. <laughs> I just I just pulled myself off screen now, shall I? Uh, <laughs> if I, I say we're having some technical difficulties, and just, just blur yourself out. <laughs> you know, man, well, I, I, I do have a yeah, I do have a question to ask you, Matt, that I, I think you will, will be fort with on me. Um, you know, Glover Tashira was told that he was too old. He was told that he would never become a world champion. He needed to retire. And ultimately, he became the world champion. And now he he's stating that he has two fights left that he wants to do, and then he's going to step away from the sport. 
if you had a, a brief moment to give Glover Tashira some words of wisdom, what would those words be, mate? It it kills me. I I went out on a lot, so I say, find someone you can beat, beat them, and and then re retire right after. Don't be the athlete that keeps fighting and loses two or three, and then he's out on a loss. Find one you can win, win it, and go out because it's. Uh, I I hate I, I hate the fact that I I lost my my. My last fight. Well, yeah, I understand that. But, you know, I don't look at them as losses. I look at them as lessons. And, you know, a lot of people say, Don, that's that's a weird way to look at it. But you know who James Krause is, right? The UFC fighter. And he was interviewed one time. And he he said, you know, they, you know how these shows can be. They go, what's it like to be 22 and 7? And James says, I'm not 22 and 7. I'm 22 and over 7 lessons learned. You know, and to me, that's a tremendous analogy because if you call it a loss, it it kind of takes away from, from the fighter, from the sport. You know, personally, I don't like records because when that cage door closes, it could be anybody's fight. You know, whoever's hungrier that night. But the thing of it is, you created greatness, you came into this sport and you accomplished things that still to this day, many fighters can't do. And I know you're going to give me crap about me saying this again, because you always do, but the Gracies were unstoppable. The Gracies were unstoppable until Matt Hughes came into the UFC. And, you know, I know you don't like the name the Gracie killer, but, you know, how humbling was it? for Matt Hughes to go in there because you were the underdog in a lot of people's eyes, but you went in there and you showed Hoist Gracie what true ability was about. What did that moment mean to you? Not only as a warrior, Matt, but as a man. Well, well as you know, as the fight starts, we hit the ground and I think he's going to pull some magical magical move off I've never heard or seen that before and he was going to set up the fight then as time goes on I, I realized this old old man's got nothing for me I just I was too athletic for him so he being in his 80s really killed him <laughs> <laughs> I love you, homie. I just do. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he does this to me on my show, bro. It's like he, he don't even. The first time I interviewed Matt a few years back, he was like, and I called him a Gracie Killers. I don't even like that name. But, you know, the thing of it is, Matt, you, you created so much greatness. And what you've done is phenomenal. I mean, I've I've had thousands and thousands of fighters in my life. But you, you're special, bro. And like, like, you know, I said in the beginning, I'm not trying to fluff you because I don't do that. If I don't like you, I'm going to tell you. I've thrown Colby Covington off of my show because he's ignorant. You know, I, I, I don't take anybody's garbage in life. But you, my man, you, you've instilled passion in me and others because, you know, there's, there's times that I wanted to give up. There's times that I didn't want to get up and go do what I needed to do. But 
I look at the the walk of Matt Hughes, and and it changed me. You know, Matt, let's say you're on bended knee right now, and you're you're putting that stone down on the on the new path of Matt Hughes. How glorious is that stone moving forward in the life of Matt Hughes? How much relevance do you see in the world now, knowing that you're still moving forward, brother? Uh, I, I like the fact that I'm moving forward because I, I like helping people in, in every way. So I, I do some motivation talks for churches and stuff now. So I, I'm glad I can get the right out there and just say, well, whatever you're dealing with making an accident or a stroke, medicine is so good now. Get your medicine and and get get, get better because the, the big man upstairs can fix everything. I have to agree with you. You know, like I told you earlier, I've been through 246 surgeries in the last 30 years. And, you know, my Lord and Savior is my inspiration. And, and you know, I, I, I want to clarify this for everybody because people around the world have different thought premises on religion and, and things of this nature. And, you know, when I speak about my Lord and Savior and you speak about your Lord and Savior, that's that's our walk and, and we don't mean to discredit anybody else's religion we don't mean to 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 say anything this is just our thought our heart our aspect you know but i i look at your shirt and every time you come on my show you always have a a shirt that that says a message and it, it's it's heartfelt so what does overcoming truly mean to matt hughes when you find yourself in a problem, just overcome it or get around it and continue life the 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 way you you want to go. Chris, no, that's, that's perfect. Something like that. that's perfect. Um, you know, I think you know everything you've been through. Um, you are someone I think, like Don said, is that you can look at and really think that I, you know, I can't do this today. But then they look at you, Matt Hughes, and go, "If Matt Hughes can do it, I can do it too." Mm-hmm. And again, that's not me also fluffing up your ass. I don't also don't do things like that. Myself and Don are very similar in the way that you know I'll, I'll say how I feel. Again, if I don't like you, I pretty much tell you myself. But um, you are an inspiration. Um, you know, I, I look back at everything I've done and all, all the, the trials and tribulations I've had to go through. You know, I'm only 36 years old, but I've been through a fair few things that, you know, challenged me. But uh, and I look back at your career and your life and I, I, I find it so in- inspiring. You know, it's 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 brilliant, mate. And um, it's been, you know, such an honor to you know sit on the screen and, and actually speak to you than ever just watching you beat the hell out of someone in the octagon. <laughs> I'll give you my address. You can send me the $500 you owe me for this talk. It wouldn't get done. <laughs> I love you, Matt. You might get a bit more, actually, mightn't you? Because the pound's higher than the dollar. 500 American, please. <laughs> I no love problem. you so much, Matt. I love you, bro. You just killed me. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. 
honestly, I um, I look back now, and you know, when I look at your career, and we talk about Matt Hughes in his prime. What does Matt Hughes look at the say the Walter Vick division and look at it now? Does Matt Hughes in his prime look at the fighters that are in the say the top five now? And does he feel like Matt Hughes in his prime could go on and beat these people that are currently in the top five? Could Matt Hughes go beat the likes of Kamar Usman? That that's a stupid question. <laughs> I, I'm just asking it. Come on. I I'm just telling you it's stupid. When I was fighting in in my prime, I was ranked pound for pound the toughest guy know, in the I whole know. world. I so, know. Yeah. So, Don, tell this guy to stop asking stupid questions. <laughs> you know, Chris, you know he's only playing with you, man. No, no, no. I'm gonna Matt has a beautiful me. sense of humor, but you know, I'm it is fine. the thing of it is, is Matt right now could go into the top five in the UFC and just take these guys out like, like a wet paper towel, bro. You know, the thing about it is people really don't realize Matt still trains to this day. Matt still, he, he's 100%, if not better now than he was 10 years ago. The thing of it is, is, now he's got inspiration. Now he's got faith. Now he's got the, the aspects to overcome. And I tell you, when you put those three factors together, Matt can't be stopped. You know, if, if he was to walk into the cage right now, I don't think there is anybody in his division currently that fights in the UFC, Bellator, PFL, or any organization that could beat Matt Hughes. And, and I'll go out on a limb and say that because I know – Matt, personally, I know his regimen. I know what he does. And, I mean, I think he looks sharper today than he did 10 years ago. Uh, I, I, I have bad news. Five years ago, this June 16th, is I was hit by a train. So, uh, without that train, I, I, I'd be in there, in there right now because I was planning on fighting again. But that train changed a lot, so... They say um, if I get the wrong concussion, I I could die. So they will they will I couldn't pass a physical exam right now. So those guys in there are very lucky. Yeah, they're very very lucky. You definitely pass a comedian, but the exam code couldn't you? <laughs> just just because you're ugly is that why he said that? <laughs> Yeah, it probably is. Just enjoy looking <laughs> at my face for the next 10 minutes. I keep just staring at you. <laughs> do, you want me, do you want me to start winking for you? <laughs> hey, Matt, I love this kid. You know, uh, the thing of it is, is, Matt, you know me. I When I find somebody that is doing great for the sport, somebody that has the talent to, to carry my torch, and your torch into the future. That's what I see in Chris. You know, Chris, you know, Chris, we're, we're just busting your chops. You know that. We're just giving you a bad time. I'm, I'm from the UK. What do you think we always do to each other? <laughs> He's busting your chops. I'm going to be in serious. <laughs> I love you too, Matt. <laughs> but, but he really is, Matt, he really is a young man that I, I've taken under my arm. and. He's very talented. He he really is. And, you know, I really wanted him to do this 
with you because I wanted to, you to see how eloquent and how much faith I have in this young man. See, it's like with you. You look at other fighters and you see their greatness. And that's what I've done in this sport for 37 years. I see somebody that I believe in and I, I want to create the future of the sport. I don't want this sport to ever go away. And what I've seen in Chris Hume is a young me. And so, you know, I'm creating opportunities for him to show the world who he is. And, and, and I forgot to tell Chris about your sense of humor. I'm used to it by now because I've known you for a long time. But, you know, the thing of it is, is he really is the future. He's a tremendous young man, and, and uh, he's so eloquent. And, and, you know, I don't take time. I'm like you. If, if I don't see relevance in somebody, I'm not going to give him the time of day. But with that being said, he is ugly. <laughs> but that makes guys like me feel better. <laughs> I, hope, I, I hope it does. Makes me feel Chris, better also. Chris, on, on the real, me and Matt will stop joking with you. But brother, yeah, go I, ahead and, and ask some eloquent questions because you you truly are a tremendous bloke on your walk. And. You know, I love you, man. You know, you're, you're the same age as my son, but I have ultimate belief in what you do. So go ahead and run the show, my brother. I don't know. I, 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 to, I think I'm too ugly to run this show now. You know, I, I have to find myself a Mexican wrestling mask when I just sort of stand behind, sit behind the camera with it on. Chris, can you do me a favor? Yes, maybe. Get yourself Depends. right in front of the camera so people can see your face. So I, I, I look a little better. Okay, you ready? You ready? Oh my gosh! Hey, Chris. It's fine, Matt. I love you too, mate. It's okay. It's okay to say it, you know. Just let the love out, Matt. Before we let you go, is there anything you look back on your career? as a whole now i'm talking everything and wish you could have done something better besides my losses there at one time i think evan tanner was a middleweight champion and i i talked to dan about maybe me and him fighting i was going to try to have a two-way class at one time but he 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 he, he lost the title right after I was talking about that, but that—that's that, one thing I—I I think would have been cool for me. I, if I fought Evan Ten at one eighty-five, I was going to weigh in at one seventy. Really? I was just to to make it uh, make it stand for me being the 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 what 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 weight champion? Yeah. There's an actually while we're on that subject, then then what's your, your your sort of feelings where you see in UFC now where you see multiple two weight division champions or champion versus champion? Obviously, you've done it yourself. You, you fought BJ Penn when they're both champ when you're both champions. But what what do you do you see? It is 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 it now when you see a guy go up facing the, the like heavyweights, the heavyweight and and, and etc. Do you see it's more of a farce now, more of a, a money grab than an actual someone deserving to face the next person up in the division because they cleared them out. Uh, uh, I I really don't follow the fight like I probably should, but I just don't find it 
that that interesting anymore. I, I guess I've been there and been there and and done that. Yeah, yeah. We should keep an eye on a lot of the UK, UK, the UK scene, Matt, because we're, they're firing at all cylinders. They're not the same fighters you saw back in the day. These guys from the UK now are they are much more advanced and much more wiser and got much better skill set. You know, we're tackling wrestling now, so you see a Brit over in the, in, the, in America and they can actually handle, you know, a decent wrestler. We're not talking collegiate wrestling. We're not talking Matt Hughes level of wrestling, but, you know, they are getting better where, you know, the guys who used to come through from the UK, we could strike really well, but when we met, we bumped into a wrestler, we'd get taken down and that would be the end of the fight then. But what you see now is the new generation of UK MMA coming through it. And like I said, it, it's a whole different show now. Where are you from again? I'm from a little country in the UK called Wales. So you're from the UK, bracket on the UK. Well, no, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. Just in the corner, just sort of shoved in the corner. Okay. You being from the UK, bracket on the UK, doesn't mean much to me. Every lady's going to brag on her cooking. So you you just, you just, you just being a, a human. Yeah, why not? I tried to be, at least. Don? You know, Matt, you know, the thing about life is we, we joke, we have fun, you know, and I always love having you on the show because you bring a whole sense of humor, you know, a, a look back into the walk. And, you know, I, I'm like you. I, I don't really pay much relevance to the sport these days because it is oversaturated. You know, there is there is a few that I, I like to watch. But, you know, like Chris was saying, you know, I, I had Ricky Simone, the 12th ranked fighter in the world on my show and he was offered the fifth, sixth, and seventh top-ranked fighters in his division. And when he was on my show, I already knew who, because, you know, I deal with Dana and all of them and, and, our, and Sean Shelby, so I already knew who his opponents were. But I said, who would Ricky Simone really like to face? And there's a gentleman that's ranked number 15 in the world, that being Jack Shore. And he comes from the little corner that, that Chris lives in. And that night... You know, Jack Shore took to Twitter and he basically agreed to fight, you know, wanted to fight Ricky Simone. Now, I had the fight poster. Well, Chris had the fight poster the very next day. You know, four or five days later, the fight was signed because they felt it was the better opportunity. You know, when you look at that part of it, you know, put yourself in your shoes. If you were ranked number 12 in the world, which you would never be ranked that high, You'd be in the rank number one to one through three, but let's say you were rank number twelve. Would Matt Hughes ever look back and fight a fighter that was ranked number fifteen? Because you know, let's say let's say you did, you know, if you and, and you come out being taught a lesson, then your your top twelve ranking would be gone. You would be fifteenth or sixteenth in the rankings. You know, I, I like the idea that Ricky Simone took this fight even though Jack Shore is behind him, what would Matt Hughes do in this type of situation? If you were ranked number 12 in the world, would you fight the 15th ranked fighter? 
I, I'd have to l listen to my manager and coaches uh, on what to do. I, I always had a team to to depend depend on, so I, I'd listen to them and make my decision decision after talking with them. Yeah, but you know, man. All, all, all in all, that sounds like a very dangerous to fight someone like that because in, in this sport. Anything, anything, anything can happen. You go out there, you lose him. Then you lost so so much of your credibility. Yeah, you know. And on the flip side of that, if he wins, then he showed the world that he's not afraid to fight anybody. That he's he's truly understands his ability, his talent. You know, brother. I'm going to let Chris wrap things up here in a second, but. I just want to thank you from my heart to you, bro, for, for giving a young lad an opportunity to, to come on his show and, and let him share you with a different side of the world. You know, you, you, you know, Chris, Matt is just a, a tremendous man. We, we gave you a little bit of crap on the show, but that's what brotherhood is about. That's what brotherhood is. Well, you know, Matt, Matt loves to have fun. He does the same thing to me on my show, but the, the thing of it is, is, he is better looking than me. I'll I'll admit to that. He is better looking than me, but uh, you know, I'll take him any day of the week in the octagon. I'll suplex him. I'll, I'll rear naked choke him. <laughs> Let's just be clear with everyone. There's talkers, talkers, and doers. Which one? What? Which one are you, Don? I'm a doer, baby. You know that all day long. Sitting here on this radio show that you have, you you're a doer though. Yes, sir. I'm a doer just like you, brother. And that's why you, you, I love having you in my life. You're, you're a tremendous man in your walk. You've given so much to, you know, not even just the sport you've given to so much to everybody in life. And that's why I love you, man. I, I, I respect people that respect life and respect other individuals. And you truly, you're a class act, my brother, from my heart to you. Thank you so much for coming on Big Fight Weekly with Chris, because, you know, we were there once. We all deserve an opportunity to shine. We all deserve an opportunity to learn. And and so from me to you, from my heart to you, thank you for giving Big Fight Weekly this opportunity. I'm going to let Chris wrap up, but I just want to let you know, brother, I love you, Matt. Thank you. Uh, I, I love you too, Don. So, have a good day. Well, still talk to Chris. He's going to wrap things up. Matt, it's been an honour. It's been a pleasure. Uh, I never think I thought to this day I'd actually be talking to someone like yourself. I've watched heavily through, you know, the early days of the UFC. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Is there anything you would like to say to sound off uh, Big Fight Weekly before you go? If if you like, my interviews stick on on the on Big Fight Weekly because. I'll be I'll be back. You most definitely be back anytime, my friend. You only send me a message and we'll get you back on anytime. Sounds like a plan. So th right. thanks for the people out there that that watch my fights and put put money in my pocket. So just yes. while you, uh, I wouldn't have have been able to retire. So th th thanks everyone and thank 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 you you too. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. I love you, brother. God bless you, and I'll, I'll talk to you shortly.
Take care. Have a good day. You too, brother. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. See ya, mate. Don. Well, well, well. Uh, that was uh, that was a uh, was brilliant. Love Matt. Fantastic. I, I can take I can take a sock to the face with uh with ripping. It's no drama for me. Loved it. Well, you, Loved it. You know why he did that, bro? Is because he likes you. You know, Matt is very fort with. If, you know, the, when he came on my show the, for the first time, he did the same to me. But you know, it, it's all out of good fun. You know, Matt is a tremendous. What's well, up, Aaron James East? But Matt, Matt's a great man. He really is. And you know, if he didn't like you, yeah, Matt, he's a true legend. He's a brother that's been in my life for a long time. And you know, gosh, you know, I'm glad all of you are showing Matt love because he truly deserves it. You know, he had fun on today's show. Like I was telling yeah. you, Chris, you know, the first time he actually came on was on my syndicated show, but then he came on my my podcast. And he, he, he gave me crap just like he did you. And the thing about it is, is it's because he, he, he appreciates you. And that's his way of, of joking around and showing you love. And, you know, the more legends you interview, the more they'll joke with you. And tomorrow I'm looking forward to Ken Shamrock. Yeah. You know, yes. we're going back to back with legends, you know. And, we are. But I wanted to have Matt on first because... Matt's my brother. I love him. He's in my heart. And I, I thought it would be a great opportunity for the people of the United Kingdom to get to see a tremendous legend, a living legend, an icon of the sport. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a man that that is definitely – I agree. I, I think if he was to come back in the sport today, if they would medically clear him, he would show the sport who, who a true warrior is. You know, a lot of people don't see the videos – him in the gym and the things that he correlates but i gotta tell you his faculties are all there and then some you know he's a 100 percent dominating warrior people don't realize he's still in the gym he still trains he's he's just he's just a damn mac truck and uh if they would ever clear him i guarantee you in a heartbeat he would be right back oh, in the yeah. ufc and i and i and, and people can clown on me for saying this but i think if they would clear him, we would have another Glover Tashira story. We would have a new world champion that people said, like with Glover, they said he never would be a world champion, retired. And I always told my brother, keep at it, keep at it, keep at it. Because yeah, as you know, I'm yeah. friends with him, his family. And I'll tell you what, man, uh, he's got two big tasks ahead of him. But I'll I, check I, her on know, the like, weekend, mate. It's a tough fight yeah. for Glover Tashira. Well, like I, like Matt said, you know what? If he wins this fight, just go out on top. And yeah, that's just coming from a legend who ha- was taught a lesson on his way out. You know, so humility is straight from the heart with Matt Hughes. You know, brother, I'm just honored to be on the show with you, to be your mutual host. Yeah. And to, to help people in the in the UK get a better understanding of who these legends from past are because – you know, a lot of people don't realize I've been here since the beginning. You know, I, I was in boxing and then I went to Pride and Glory and No Holds Barred. But my first actual UFC event, a lot of people are going to go, damn, this dude's old. What was in 1994 at the Grady Cole Center in Charlotte, North Carolina, was UFC 3. So, I mean, put that in your pipe and smoke on it. I've been I've been around a long time. You know, yeah, this I, month I'll be 60 years I, old, mate. 
I was uh, I wasn't even in high school then. When Matt had his very first fight, I only started high school in 1997. When Matt had his very first MMA fight, so it, it, you know I mean, you guys have been around. You've seen the world. You, you've seen people come up. You've seen people with this massive rocket up their ass, and then you see them disintegrate and disappear. You've seen everything. You know, you, you've seen yeah. you've you've been in front of the octagon yourself. You've taken pictures of some classic fights, some classic finishes, so, you know, fantastic submissions. You've been and seen it. Matthews has been in the cage and lived it. So for people yeah. to come on to Big Fight Weekly now and see myself and Don Maguire, it's, it's another piece of the process of this journey that I want to take on. And then, you know, I want you to be along with me and especially everybody who watches us. You know, this isn't going to be the only legend. We do have Ken Shamrock, he says, tomorrow. But, you know, there's going to be so much more content between the pair of us that we're going to flush out to these people. This is just the beginning. You know, this is just the beginning. And, and I want to clarify something, you know, I don't see myself as a legend, but when legends call you a legend, you know, and, you know, I've been, I've had my ass chewed out quite a bit, you know, by legends, you know, and they told me I was doing a disservice to the people that consider me a legend. You know, right. I'm just, a, I'm just a man that I, I had love for the sport, passion for the sport. Dana White considers me to be one of the top five photographers in the world. Does that mean anything to me? No. Do awards mean anything? No. This was just a job that put food on my family's table. I walked away from six figures in the early, early 80s to walk into a sport that didn't pay. So hmm. with that being said, you know, the sport really doesn't pay today. I mean, yeah, I made a living off of it, but I've given 85% of what I make hmm. back to the sport. And it's because this is who I am. This is who I'm going to die being. But this opportunity on Big Fight Weekly and to be able to share some of the greatest legends in the sport with the UK and all over the world is where, what really truly sits in my heart. You know, the other was just a job. This is a passion. Yeah. Honest to God, Don, I appreciate that you decided that, you know, you, you took a chance on doing it with me. So it's been nothing but a pleasure for me, you know, to learn from you and get these people on, but, you know, enjoy having a laugh with you because this doesn't have to be serious. This doesn't have to always be about, fighting it just to be about you and i talking shit and yeah. and that's what i enjoy the most if people could hear our conversations on the phone i, I think they probably could have tuned out like but um right i'm gonna leave it there because it's an hour now and i want to obviously so it's a bit late for me now isn't it but ken shamrock tomorrow eight o'clock uk time looking forward to it and i hope everyone else is looking forward to it and me, me and don mcguire we'll see you there most definitely take it easy all right. I'll take it anywhere I can get it, bro. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.